Welcome to the Akeen Mind Podcast. I'm Jude, a licensed therapist and meditation teacher. This podcast provides strategies to reduce stress so that you can find more joy and peace in life. I hope that you're all having a happy and healthy start to 2019. Happy New Year to you all. In this episode, I'm going to talk about habit change. Habits are actually very difficult to develop because they don't come to us naturally. Yet every new year, people set goals for themselves to make positive changes. The most common resolutions are focused around healthy eating, exercise, and saving money. In this episode, I'm going to talk about four ways that we can influence our habits. First is meditation. Second is community. The third is taking small steps. And the fourth is going to be accountability. Following this talk, there will be a guided meditation, so stay tuned. If you're listening to this show before 5 o'clock on January the 8th, there is an orientation this evening for mindfulness-based stress reduction. It's going to be held at Elemental Healing Charlotte. And if you're interested in learning to develop a regular meditation practice and habit change that will help you be happier and healthier, you can go to my website now at a keenmind.com and you can learn more about mindfulness-based stress reduction and you can register for the class right there. Actually, just the orientation. If you decide you want to take the class, you'll decide that at the orientation. And you can ask me any questions that you have about the class, anything you may find on my website or about mindfulness-based stress reduction. Um, Just send those over to me at jude at akeenmind.com. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the rest of the show. So after the holidays, many of us have indulged in excess calories, excess spending, excess drinking perhaps, and it's time for a change. We are just so ready to feel better. We want the mental fog to be gone. We're ready to have our energy back. We're ready to have a regular sleep routine back. And hey, if I'm not talking to you and you ate well during the holidays and you continue to exercise and do all that, you know, there's a lot of people who don't like you very much right now, but good for you if you took care of yourself during that time. But for many of us, we overindulge and are ready to get back into a routine that feels healthier to us. So here we are just over a week into the new year. So How's it going so far? How are you doing at making progress towards your resolutions? Well, my hope is is that you're doing great and that you're really making progress towards whatever goals, whether it's fitness, health, relationships, that you are making the kind of strides that you want to be making. However, I know that unfortunately only about 9% of people actually stick with their resolutions. So what can we do about that? Well, I would argue to you that one of the most beneficial things that you could learn to do would be to practice mindfulness meditation as a form of habit change. The reason that meditation can be so powerful in helping us with our habits is that it is the practice of focus. Meditation really teaches us to stay and continue to draw our attention back to an object of awareness no matter how many times we get pulled away to something else. 
So practicing this on a regular basis can begin to translate into other areas of our lives. So that when we're trying to become more focused on eating healthy and we see something really sweet that we want, but we know that we've set a goal for ourselves not to eat as many sweets, that we can observe the craving, notice it, not push it away, but make room and space for it to be there, and then invite ourselves to move and direct our attention back into the present moment, perhaps where we would wish our attention to be. See, meditation is one of those skills that will allow you to have more control over your ability to focus and pay attention. Wouldn't it be nice if you could focus your attention longer periods of time where you would wish it to be? that can certainly help us with the development of habit change. Now, you might be sitting here thinking, well, that's great, but isn't meditation a difficult habit to develop? And I would say it's no more difficult than any other habit that you would develop. You're just going to need practice to develop that habit. But if you think about any habit that you might develop, this actually might be one of the easiest. Now, I'm not saying that Uh, meditating, lying down in your bed before bed is the best time and place to do it. But what I would say is this might be one of the easiest times for you to commit to a meditation practice. Everyone goes to bed. If you're not going to bed, then that's a whole nother problem that we're dealing with. But everyone needs to be going to bed and getting some sleep. So why not commit to 5, 10, or 15 minutes of meditation prior to going to bed. You could listen to a guided meditation. You could commit to conscious breathing for 5 to 15 minutes. Heck, you could even go just for one minute and do that every night at bedtime. Now, ideally, it's good to meditate first thing in the morning. It's a wonderful way to start your day and to get you kind of attentive and focused and grounded and let all those different thoughts that might be swirling through the mind settle so that you can get a clear direction for the day. But I think that meditation can really influence your habits And when we're influencing our brain in a positive way with our focus and intention, I think that truly can have a positive benefit with all the other different habits that we want to impact. Now, the second way that we can influence our habits in a positive way is through community. Now, what do I mean by that? I simply mean being around people of like mind or being around people who are also focused in on similar habit changes. So if you're wanting to go for more walks, then maybe you could find somebody in your neighborhood, a friend or family member who is willing to go on a walk with you a few times a week. That might be a way for us to gain some support it often helps us to be doing things with other people. Now, the same is true with meditation. You know, being in a community of other people and meditating with one another is very beneficial. We don't feel like that we're alone. It almost feels like that we have permission to engage in this activity for the moment. So community, a community of walking, working out, eating healthy, 
finding other people who are interested in the same things that you are, and then finding time to spend together to engage in these habits. Now, the third way is to simply take small steps, to not set your goals to be so lofty that they just become out of reach and you start to feel terrible about yourself that you're not accomplishing them. I mean, maybe if you've been listening to this show, you think, boy, I really need to develop a meditation practice. I listen to this meditation once a week or whenever I listen to the podcast, and I I don't do it any other times, or I don't really think about it any other time. Well, what I would say is see if you can make meditation a daily habit, but to do it for an amount of time that would be easy for you to incorporate. Kind of what I talked about um, with meditation at bedtime, right, is doing one minute upon waking and maybe upon going to sleep. Or maybe a small step would be committing to go to the gym for one day a week. But you say, well, that's no good. I I need to be there at least three to five times a week to really get in shape. And yes, you would be right to a certain extent. And so why would you take small steps? Because if you can commit to a small step, it's going to be easier for you to take more steps in the same direction. It's about building pathways. So you commit to one day a week knowing that it will be perfectly fine if you go five days, but you stay committed to that one day. That way you have a habit, you have a routine, or I mean, maybe you want to go a little higher. Maybe you want to say, I can commit to two days a week or three days a week. See if you can allow it to be sustainable and allow yourself to ease into it rather than being overly harsh. Now, the last way that I'm going to cover here is accountability. Now, there are several different things I want to talk about with accountability that can be helpful. And one of them is a little controversial, (laughs) Um, but I heard this idea from A.J. Jacobs, and he's written some interesting books and done some interesting social experiments and then written about, him, written about them. And in one of his interviews, I think I heard him on the Tim Ferriss podcast talking about um, habit change and how he committed to working out more regularly. And it was the fact that he signed up for um, this habit change website. And that website is stick.com. That's S-T-I-C-K-K.com. And their mission is to redefine goal setting using using data-driven techniques that empower behavioral change. Um, now, I don't, I've never actually used this, but I do believe the, um, uh, the science behind it and the Uh, accountability piece can be very powerful. So the idea here is, is that you set a goal for yourself, let's say exercising three times a week, and you commit to being accountable to a group of people that you are gonna do this, and then you kind of bet on yourself. And you say, if I don't follow through on this goal, then I'm going to lose a painful amount of money. You have to decide how much that is. What's a painful amount? And when I lose that money, it's going to go to a charity that I cannot 
stand. Well, why in the world would you do that? Because that's really motivating, isn't it? If you just think right now for a moment about a charity that you can't stand, that you would never want to give your money to, and then you set a goal for yourself and say, you know, I'm going to lose this amount of money if I don't follow through on this goal. How motivated are you going to be when you're sitting there on the couch thinking, man, I really don't feel like going to the gym, but there is no way that I want my 50 or 100 or $200 to go to that organization? There's no way. Now, I'm sure you're all thinking, well, couldn't I just lie about it? Well, sure, I, I, I guess you could. There's, there's no way that uh, anybody can do that. I mean, m- maybe tracking devices. I, I don't know. We could get really elaborate with the whole accountability thing. Um, but who knows? I mean, now we have apps where we can check into places, right? Maybe you tell your friends, hey, if you haven't seen me check in online to the gym three times this week, then you know that I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So there are a lot of ways for us to be accountable. And you don't have to do this online with a big group of people or even go to this website. You could do it with a small group of friends or people that you can trust. You don't even have to use the bad charity example. You can use things that you might feel would really hold you accountable. So I hope that you have found these tips helpful in influencing the kind of habit change that you want to develop this year in 2019. Because my hope is that you do have a happy and healthy 2019. I hope that you're able to stick to your resolutions this year and that you can perhaps do that through the practice of mindfulness and meditation. So let's transition now into a guided meditation. You're invited to find a place that is comfortable, making yourself alert and awake, allowing the eyes to close if you're able or if you wish, leaving them open if you wish. And just bringing all the focus and awareness into the body. Becoming curious about how the body is feeling. Warm, cool. What can you notice? Tingling, tightness. See if you can make space and room for the body to be just as it is. Perhaps softening, letting be, and letting any tightness or tension just float in your awareness with nothing to do about it. And then gently, kindly moving awareness to breathing. Just sense and feel your breath wherever you can detect it most easily. The nostrils, the back of the throat, the chest, the belly. Just listen to and follow this breath.
Just noticing the mind when it doesn't want to be with the breath and gently, kindly bringing yourself back again and again to this breath. And this breath. Remembering that there's no need to judge your experiences or to try to control them in any way. We're simply observing the breath as well as anything that would pull us away from the breath. We notice where the mind goes when it's not with the breath. We make space and room for this to be here. Noticing, acknowledging, and then returning again and again to this breath. Is it possible to be aware of the full in-breath and the full out-breath as you're present? You're invited now to gently move the awareness away from breathing and bring to mind what's brought you here, what matters to you. This is your intention. To be happy, peaceful, healthy, free, whisper this intention or intentions to yourself and your mind. May I be, may I feel, and fill in the blank or blanks that make sense for you. If nothing is arising, there's no need to judge. You can just rest with breathing. But if there are intentions that are arising, you're invited to take it just a step further to begin to visualize yourself when these intentions are fulfilled. What do you imagine life looks like, feels like? What's going on when there's a sense of feeling happy, peaceful, safe, loved, free? And if nothing comes to mind visually, is there a felt sense in the body and mind of what may be present? Remembering there is no right or wrong experience. There's just noticing. Breathing in and out. You're invited now to gently and kindly let go of these intentions as you bring awareness back to breathing. Feeling this breath flow in, feeling this breath flow out. 
Seeing if you can let go of trying to control anything. But just to sit, lie, stand, however you are, and simply witness breathing. Is it possible to allow this breath to be enough? To have gratitude for this breath, this moment, this life, this body breathing. You're invited now to draw the awareness of breathing all the way down in the belly so that as you breathe in, you can feel the belly expand on the in-breath. And as you breathe out, watching the belly drop. Watching, breathing, observing. Feeling this breath flow in and out of the body, right in the belly. If it makes sense for you, place one hand on the belly and one hand on the chest. And notice these movements in the belly and the chest as you breathe in and as you breathe out. And as you continue to notice the breath flowing in and out, see if you can allow your awareness of breathing to take on attitudes that are friendly, patient, understanding. An attitude of openness, just allowing the moment to be as it is, not having to make it any particular way. Breathing, witnessing this moment, this breath. You may wish to keep the hands right where they are or to place them comfortably in another position that makes sense to you. There's no right or wrong. We're simply noticing. You're invited now to gently move awareness and attention to the oval of the face, the skin of the face. Notice what you can 
forehead, cheeks, nose, jaw, letting it all be, softening the skin of the face, unhinging the jaw, observing the tongue as it rests in the mouth, letting be. Breath by breath, drawing awareness downward into the space of the shoulders. Sense and feel what you're able here. Warmth, coolness, tingling, tightness. See if you can allow the shoulders to drop a bit away from the ears and to imagine them going from ice to water. Ice to water, becoming more flexible. And then to imagine the shoulders going from water to gas. Water to gas. Breath by breath, you're invited to draw awareness down into the space of the hands. See if it's possible to sense and feel the hands from the inside out. Noticing warmth, coolness, tingling, non-feeling, whatever's present. Is it possible to allow the hands to rest, to be open, be receptive what are you able to sense in the hands you're invited to let the hands be as you breathe in and as you breathe out You're invited now to gently move awareness from the hands back to the breath. Just feel the breath flowing in and out. I'd invite you now, if it makes sense for you, to take a few deep breaths, breathing deeply 